Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Black Temple. Check it out. There we go. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Eric from Black Temple. Eric, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. So, you know, we met in person in line uh, at the Maryland Death Fest. Yeah, we did small world right there. I know. It was crazy. You you knew Jim. I knew I think I was wearing centenary shirt shirt. So yeah. yeah, that was really cool. And so then you told me about Black Temple and I was checking it out after I don't know if I checked it out that weekend or um once I got back home. But I was listening to the demo. I think it's uh Draped in Decay uh, that you guys got out on Bandcamp and then there was an EP um Shit. Ritually purified, yeah, ritually purified for Satan, which I yeah. that, tune, that tune kicked ass. Keeping it real, yeah, <laughs> was a, yeah. I thought that was an awesome song, and you know, cool name for the for the album. Uh, so yeah, you get I checked that out, and it was like you know just heavy, brutal stuff, and I was like, all right, I gotta I gotta talk to these dudes. So thanks a lot for for coming on Fans with Bands. Yeah, man, for sure. Thanks yeah. for that. So um, you know, I always like to go back to the origin of bands and get their story about like how did you guys get together what was the formation of black temple oh man (laughs) back in october of two there's a long story leading up to it Um, all right i left grand rapids and then moved out to holland and i just i left with my drum kit and do my record collection and that was about it rebuild so to speak all right i bring my drum kit out there i'm in an apartment i can't play the fucking thing (laughs) so it's just sitting in the corner yeah man i don't i want to do this thing and i I just whatever dude life happens and uh i end up putting the kit up for sale and then haran battlecross he ended up buying it from me oh no shit i I think he still has it (laughs) i think he still has it maybe not i don't know but i've seen some pictures i think he still has it nice uh, so anyways i was kind of sitting around as i you know i was just doing my job thing and right whatever just living and uh uh about a year went by and i got the itch again i was like man what the hell am i gonna do and ray's like dude why don't you buy a guitar to practice man it's <laughs> like well it's not a bad idea and i've like played around on guitar i wouldn't say i was any good at it then yeah um so i went on esp's website and i was digging i was like man i always wanted a seven string so i i bought a uh v 407 b so it's a it's a seven string baritone yeah and at the time esp said it was the biggest guitar ever made <laughs> and uh they had a behemoth model too but i didn't want the behemoth model because i don't know signature guitars are cool man but i don't yeah, yeah I, don't, exactly. I, I didn't want a big behemoth emblem on my guitar so i, right. I bought the model that wasn't nurgles and uh uh, I referred to it as my mail order bride, <laughs> and uh, the guitar like it, it didn't take. It only, only took like maybe a week and a half for that guitar to show up. Nice. But uh, I went and got a little uh, PV Viper practice amp. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as soon as that guitar showed up, man, I just started riffing out and learning, learning, learning. Um, I figured, well, I might as well learn some scales. I learned some minor scales. Yeah. Uh, the fuck was it? The minor scale, a pentatonic scale, or some shit. Yep. And uh, I just started taking those notes and just started 
just start playing, dude, hours right. every day. Just playing, oh, playing, wow. playing, playing, playing. And I started getting decent, man. So I, <laughs> and I'd like, I'd like, I've written music for years. Right. But I always end up, I always found myself in bands where I was always playing their shit because I was the drummer. Right. You know, and if I wrote riffs, it's just kind of like, oh, whatever, just the drummer. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you too, guys. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to do. I wanted to start something that was, that was kind of. It was mine, and right. I wanted. I, the The temple was going to be just a studio project for me to just let my creativity out. Yeah, and I started writing songs, and they just they just start piling up. And uh, long story short, I moved back to Grand Rapids. And my wife was like, you need to, you know, she was super supportive. So she, that's cool. She's like, you need to like get drums and you need to get back into this. And so I ended up buying another kit. And then, I mean, the downward spiral happened <laughs> where it was just more equipment, more, more, shit, more, more, yeah. more, 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 more. And I ended up building a studio in my house. And holy shit. And, uh, <laughs> I was, well, before I had the studio, I wanted to record some of the stuff. So I, um, I've been going out to see Sean out at his, at his shop out there in Lansing. And, uh, I, I was like, what's up, dude? Cause I knew he had a studio. I was like, yeah. you want to record some temple shit? He's like, fuck yeah. You know? And so met up with him. I, I came out there and all I had were the songs on guitar. Okay. And a few vocal patterns were in Right. So went over to his his place and we knocked out this demo essentially over a weekend where I put all the drums on the spot, wrote the bass lines on the spot, wrote most of the vocals on the spot. And that was originally purified for Satan. Really? Uh, yeah. We knocked that thing out so quick. And Sean actually plays a lead guitar on one of the songs on the planetary deathscape. Oh, wow. Really cool. Playing lead on there. Very nice. And uh, yeah, dude, I was, I was pumped over that one. <laughs> <laughs> that that really got my blood flowing. I was I couldn't wait to like do more. So I came back home and then I like built up my studio and I just started recording, recording, recording. And uh uh I ended up I, I put the Instagram page on and then uh my friend Joe, he owns Lone Wolf Audio, it's called Void Manufacturing now. But I was on one of his Twitch streams. He's like, Come hang out, dude, come hang out. And yeah. was like, all right, you know, whatever. So you'll hang out there, and that's where I uh, made contact with Johnny, who's the other guitar player. And uh, he actually lived in Holland, and we both collected. Oh, really? All, we all, yeah, we, we collected all Joe's pedals, and I mean, fuck, the things are badass, dude. <laughs> so he, John hits me up one day. He's like, yo, man, you know anyone that's looking to jam? And I was like, I am, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> so uh, I invited him over, and that was... December, fuck, when the hell was that? 20, was it 2020? Oh, wow. So I don't know. It was during COVID where we yeah. weren't supposed to be hanging out with people. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, dude, come over. Right. Well, it was getting toward the tail end at that point. You know, it was like, well, when it was getting safer and shit. But yeah, whatever. Right, but it was right. like, still everyone was just weird. Like, don't yeah, yeah. people. I'm like, man, fuck, dude, I'm a social being, man. I can't, right. I can't be locked up and shit. Right. And I get it. I understand it. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I to behave myself. <laughs> so Johnny came over and we, we started writing. You know, we ended up writing, uh, we wrote a uh, Temple of Bodies together. 
So that's on the Drape demo. We wrote that together on, our, on the first day we hung out. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, we just had like an instant like kind of connection. Like, then, yeah, we're like, yeah, we're buds, man. That's so, cool. Awesome. Um, we started just writing. And then uh, me and Ray were trying to get together again because me and Ray had played bands for years and years okay. together. And um, he came over and he's like, let's play Pass the Buck. Pass the buck is essentially like you're writing a song. Like here's I do a riff, you pass it, they do yeah. riff, just kind of pass back and forth and write a song. <laughs> as soon as I started riffing out, he's like, "Holy fuck, dude! <laughs> you learned how to play." <laughs> it's like, yeah, bitch, and I learned my shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so we we end up writing um the purest hatred together. But so it's got that it's got a, that kind of like D beat kind of fucking punk yeah. thing going yeah. with it and we wrote that together that day and from from then on out i just thought we started the guys just started learning the songs and then we threw that demo together i'm happy with it for what it is yeah i just i just felt like i just quickly turned around and started writing more shit because i wanted something that just sounded really thick and powerful yeah and you know, that's where Blood and Moonlight, we recorded that in my studio and that one, that sounded fucking killer. So yeah. that's, the, that's the plan. We've just been practicing and working on the live set. Excellent. You know, without a drummer. So that's probably going to be interesting for people on the 22nd. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I've known a couple of bands that had, uh, that didn't have actual like living drummers. They had a, a pattern, you know, a drug 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 patterns uh, drum <laughs> yeah. patterns uh you know programmed and they would just play to them you know uh, yeah I was, I was talking to sean he was like hey oh and wastelander started playing like they played to a drum machine and then midnight yeah and yeah. then when, when dude started out he was playing to a machine that's what sean told me i didn't know that but but then yeah. you know it's like the project hate i mean there's a lot of bands that do it you know just i don't think locally in the state i don't know if there's any bands I, I saw a video of some progressive band doing it I, I don't know who it was i think they're playing at turnstiles but i mean other than that dude i you yeah. know i think so do you guys think you i mean is the do you think you'll get a drummer or is it just because expediency it's like fuck we want to play some songs we want to play live and there's no drummer so we're, gotta be we're honest, chuck i gotta be honest with you man i like i can be kind of hard to work with <laughs> <laughs> well, especially being a drummer yourself, you would be super critical of anybody else coming in to play that. Yeah, stuff. I mean, we've I've I've tried out a few, and um, you know, one of them was just, you know, I I I can't do it. Yeah, you know, I I tried we tried, and it's just you know I I can't do it. And then you know another guy was, you know, he gave it his he gave it a shot, and you know I'm willing to work with you. you know, yeah. Try to, Right. teach you and get you where i want you but i mean at the same time i'm like i i want i right. want to I, yeah. I have a very dominant personality when it comes to music and how i want it to sound and the image of the band and all that stuff yeah yeah so I, for sure I, I, i'm totally okay with like playing to the track so I've basically taking my drum lines and i just i programmed all my drum lines yeah with uh, the get good drums invasion kit just programmed it on like i'm not gonna lie dude it actually sounds really good through the pa so like nice. when when we're practicing 
I mean, not only do I have the drums there, but I'm able to add all kinds of like really cool effects. So I got like all kinds of ambience going on with certain cool. like there's really dark parts of songs yeah. where I got bells going and just it's fucking sweet, dude. That's cool. That's awesome. Really cool intros and outros. And, yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 fucking pumped, dude. I think people are gonna dig it. That's cool. So how do you think that the new album that you guys are working on, the uh, Aura Fire, is gonna compare to the the earlier material? Oh, dude, it's night and day. Yeah. In it's what way? What, what what for you do you do you feel is like how has it transcended the other work? Production value for one. Okay. Um, I've really, I think I've really upped my game when it comes to the the production part of everything, and then the mixing and yeah. mastering. I haven't dab- dabbled in mastering yet. I did some mastering with the actual drum, the the drum samples or whatever. I right. think it turned out really good. Now, when it comes to uh, mastering the record, I think I can do it. I mean, it's just really, I mean, essentially just some compression and some limiting, really. You know, yeah. if I, if your mixes are if your mixes are good, and I think, you know, just the rough mix of recording is good, and then when I um, when I actually like get it into like a mixing window and throwing some compression and whatnot on there. I mean, so, it's, so do you think you'll do it yourself or do you, are you going to try to get somebody else? Oh, I'm do it yourself, man. Cool. Um, uh, my buddy, uh, Alex down at Arbor Eden studio, he, he turned that draped into K demo. <laughs> like, dude, it was pretty bad. <laughs> um, like tracking was just a mess. I mean, it, it has like, I think it has a cool early nineties. Like I was going to say, it definitely has like a it's retro. It. Yeah. Yeah, sure. and and he he worked some miracles on some of them <laughs> tracks, dude. <laughs> so mad respect to that dude. Awesome. Uh, this one, this one though, it's 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 thick, it's big, it's it's what I wanted draped into K two sound like. Right. And we, I actually, we actually re recorded a couple of those songs for this. Oh, cool. Album and they just they just sound massive. Like nice. took uh. We redid we redid draped in decay on this record, and we did um, theocracide, and then along with theocracide, I wrote part two. So those songs are back to back. Nice on the record, and we're gonna play them back to back live too. Uh, Very cool. Excited for that. And yeah. then uh, we I read then blood and moonlight from the ritual ritual demo. Uh, re-recorded that obviously, and then altar of rotting flesh from the demo. I re-recorded that too. And actually, pretty much rewrote the song. So, on the on the demo, it's just it's pretty one dimensional with with the riff. And it was kind of that song was kind of inspired by like corrosion of conformity songs, where they got like a two riffer, just, yeah, like, congratulations right. song or something. And right. I wanted something just super basic like that. Yeah. But after listening to it again, and I was like, man, I really want to rework this song. So, uh, yeah, I just added a whole another section to it that gave it a huge, just gave it a big atmosphere. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna release that one next before the show and get it online because it's fucking cool, man. I've let a couple buddies listen to it and they're just like, "Holy fuck, dude, that's sick as fuck!" <laughs> awesome. And that makes me feel good, man. Yeah, so I, hell yeah. I think this will be the, maybe this will be the one that we uh throw out next. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be yeah. awesome. Uh, like like I said, man, I'm really excited for this this record to be done because I, I think it's gonna sound massive and I, I I think people are gonna be surprised by it to be honest with you and like the, the lyrics the vocals are different too like i got away oh. from a lot of the really guttural shit okay and uh i'm like i'm huge i'm, I'm big inspired by like the 
the late 80s, early 90s, man. Like those ones like David Vincent on like Altars of Madness. Yeah. And Millie from Creator and shit. Yeah. Fucking well, love like, Millie's vocals. So like I hit that mid range kind of yeah. raspy shit and like yeah. it works pretty good, man. I, and it nice. feels more natural for me to do that than trying to like do like the low growls and shit. And I mean, I, yeah. I got some of that on the record, but I mean, for the most part, it's like it's just a mid. Cool. The mid stuff. I do like those kind of vocals where you you get that kind of um, gravelly, like uh, aggressive attack, you know, like you said with Millie, you know, he's got, but he's got really clear enunciation, which is cool. Um, so you can kind of make out what he's saying. Cause sometimes, you know, you get, I mean, I dig guttural vocals, but sometimes they're, they're just so guttural that you're like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's the other thing with you with the record too, is like, by the, you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And, that might be troubling for some people because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't hold nothing back, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. You shouldn't, man. It's a fucking metal. <laughs> hold nothing back, dude. That's right. That's the way so. to do it. <laughs> awesome. So, um, as far as like songwriting for the, um, for, for black temple, is it primarily you coming up with ideas? Um, I mean, I know you wrote all the, the stuff previously, but now you, that you've got, um, Ray and Johnny in the mix. Are you guys doing that kind of collaborative thing where you, you know, you said like, uh, I can't remember the term you used for it, but basically like throw a riff at somebody adds a riff or is it more full formed ideas and bring it to the rest of the guys and say, Hey, what do you think? And tweak it. I pretty much write everything in the basement here in my, in my little, my layer. Yeah. Um, and then I present it to the guys and, like if I'm having like, sometimes I like have a spot where I'm like I don't know what to do right here, and Johnny will just like, <laughs> like pulling a rabbit out of his hat. I'm like that'll fucking work. Awesome. So like Johnny, like he helps he helps me tie the ideas together. That's cool. Um, like there's a song eradication ritual that's gonna be on the record, and I was struggling with that one, and Johnny just throws this riff out there, and I was like, and that it's like it's the riff that ties everything else together. Nice. It's, it's fucking, he pulls the shit out of nowhere. It's great. I love it. <laughs> but it's I good mean, to have somebody like that. You know, yeah, I mean, probably, but primarily, I mean, like, you know, like as far as like the music ideas, the lyrics, everything it's, you know, I write probably, you know, I write most of it, I guess. Cool. And uh, do you guys have a target date for when you're hoping to get the, the new album out? Well, Hopefully by the end of the year, I think. Awesome. There's still two songs I got to do vocals for and having some writer's block with these ones because I can't translate what's in my head onto paper. Yeah. And a lot of the lyrics I write, I mean, they're, they're fucking horror stories, man. And they're, there's, they're dark. They're fucking nasty and <laughs> evil as fuck. Cause like, That's awesome. I want, I want that. I want that back in, the michigan scene dude like i love the mold bands like masochist winds of the black mountains and i don't feel like there's been anybody like that since yeah so, yeah i mean Summon. Yeah. I, yeah you know and where my head's at and like me personally and spiritually dude like i want i just want to like come out swinging and <laughs> awesome well there's okay that's where we left off you know <laughs> 1997 <laughs> right <laughs> well that kind of dovetails into the next question because you know 
in metal particularly like a lot of people get focused on genres right you're, you're a thrash band you're a death metal band you're a black metal band you're avant-garde black metal band you know whatever um what do you think of black temple so do you think of black temple fitting into a particular genre like black metal or death metal or do you just not care about what people call it you just like it's fucking metal it's it's heavy and extreme and it's just that's what it is i don't fucking give a shit like <laughs> i just i'm inspired I, I love so much like metal's my shit dude yeah. and i'm inspired by so many bands like i could i could have a song that's like 90 percent d beat and then the next song is gonna sound like this mayhem suffocation hybrid <laughs> like what the fuck like just just raw ass black metal riff into the fucking some suffocation dying fetus right it just it my the the music goes all over the place that's cool especially for like aura fire dude it's it's gonna be yeah it's 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 all over the place like every song has its own identity and that's that's kind of that's what i want I don't want to like throw in a record and it's like, oh, this song again, oh, this song again, where it's yeah. all dimensional. I can't, I can't even listen to that shit, man. I know. Well, like, yeah. I'll throw, on, I'll throw on a fetus record. I can listen to like two songs before I'm like, all right, put something else on because it's just. Right. It's like, right. Love the band. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, for sure. I want, I want to put a record on. I want to be able to listen to the whole thing all the way through. Because yeah. every song's a surprise and it's like takes you on a little journey, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with that's with awesome. New record, so yeah, that's yeah. what I love about you know really great albums. Like uh, I just uh, reviewed the new Bloodbath. Um, that's got a lot of different you know changes, different types of riffs. Um, not everything's the same, you know. Um, I really I thought that was good, and the last Carcass album was sort of that way too, just different shit, you know, and you know. Um, some of it, you know, if you're a grind fan, you know, and you're looking back to the days of old carcass, you know, new carcass, you're like, well, what the fuck is this? But I don't know. I kind of dig it. I like it when there's, um, I guess, exp a little bit of experimentation, but also, you know, just changes, like you mentioned, between songs where it's not just one serious, continuous grind through the whole fucking thing. Well, I think musicians appreciate that more than non-musicians. <laughs> It's probably true. <laughs> it is. You know, like I've, I, I will celebrate everything Carcass has ever done. Yeah. Like I will, <laughs> I will, I will listen to Burnt to a Crisp, and then I will listen to No Love Lost and love them both the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I, yeah, Carcass in my book can do no wrong. <laughs> oh, me, me either. I was so excited when Surgical Steel was released, man. Yeah, I know. Me too. Like I, I, I got that, like I, mean, I pre-ordered that shit. And then I the captive bolt pistol seven inch. Like I ordered that right when I saw it available. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, that was already nine years ago, man. <laughs> I know. You know. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's 2013. So yeah, nine years ago. Yeah. So uh, speaking of records and, and things, uh, what, what got you? Well, kind of a classic question is uh, what was the very first album you ever bought or CD or tape or cassette? The very first one, you say? Yeah, the very first. Oh, man. We got we got to go back. Dude, Def Leppard Hysteria. All right. <laughs> Dude, I was like seven years old. Awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I came up like music. I came up with music, dude. Like, 
it's That's been cool. my life. That's cool. So like, remember seeing what the fuck was it? Pour some sugar on me. I was like, fuck yeah. I'm like, That's, I want to do that. I want to be that guy. <laughs> Torn up jeans and shit. I was like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> Joe Elliott was cool. Yeah, hell yeah. So like, yeah. Well, you know, actually, those first two Def Leppard albums, I mean, Hysteria is where I, I fell off the train with those guys, but. Um, you know, on through the night and oh yeah, on through dry. the night, high and dry pyromania, dude. They're fucking classic. Yeah, Holy classics. Christ. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't think so can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the first like uh, the the band that got you into like metal and like really extreme metal? Oh, just like probably most people back back you know back in the day, uh, Injustice for All and Master Puppets, Metallica, dude, like. Nice. As soon as I, I saw the one video, yeah, and I was fourth or fifth grade, maybe, uh-huh. and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> so here I am, elementary school, fifth grade, wearing my Aunt Justice for All T-shirt in school because <laughs> I like I was sneaky little fucker, dude. Like I'd be like, "Mom, I want to go to I want to go to media or what the fuck was that store called? I don't know. Is it North Kent Mall, man?" Like. Just, <laughs> You play a tape world or some shit where they had like all the shirts and everything. Yeah. Or like, it's like, you can get this one. It was a Def Leppard shirt with like all the guys on the front. I'm like, oh, right. And so I like grabbed the Justice for and I kind of rolled it up, <laughs> threw it on the car. My mom didn't even look, paid for it. And I was like, fuck yeah. So <laughs> 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 I had that. I remember wearing that to school and then we had to go to the Bozo show, man. I like, <laughs> so where the Injustice for show and the Bozo show. <laughs> oh my God. I started doing them like, I don't know, just from Metallica, this went into like nuclear assault and Megadeth and Creator and Yeah. My God, dude. Just all to Sepultura and it just yeah, just Morbid Angel, then Deicide. Oh fuck yeah. Then I was yeah, it was all Yeah, I was curious what what got you into like like death metal. Um because that's that's different for everybody, you know. I was a late bloomer in that. Um Sepultura was, Rise, man. That fucking album kicked ass i mean it still kicks ass it's fucking i love that it's so mm-hmm. fucking good um but i remember um uh when i was back in a band um like death metal is like the, as far as metal that you, you were either playing hair metal or you were playing death metal death metal was coming up like in the early 90s and um i was like what the fuck is this you know because i was really not necessarily into cannibal corpse um i thought morbid angel was cool and i thought um you know, I got an obviously Slayer and shit, but um, some of the other st- like Cannibal Corpse, I was like, ah, I don't get it. Um, I can appreciate it now, but at the time I didn't. And then a, a buddy of mine gave me um, two two albums, Carcass, um, the uh, the one with No Love Loss on it. I can't think of the name, but artwork, artwork, yeah. And then um, at the gates, um, the uh, the one with the red hand, which I always forget the name of that album too. Uh, fuck. Was it the sky's red one? Uh, it's not the sky's red. It's the one right before, um, you know, slaughter of the soul. Uh, yeah, the, the gardens or what the fuck is it? Gardens. It's of not grief. gardens of grief. Uh, <laughs> we're getting close. It's uh shit. It has the swarm on it. The beautiful wound. Um, but anyway, those that that album was like pivotal as far as getting me into like like heavy shit like you know and then i got into the whole gothenburg thing and dissection and all that shit so oh yeah like me too like it was it was sepultura the arise and then 
I discovered a little store called Radio Kilroy. <laughs> and then Tape World also. So I remember going to Tape World and like I, I had that I got a rise in the in the long board fucking CD and shit. Yeah. But I still was like really into tapes. So I was digging through and this is where I found Deicide legion oh yeah i pull that tape out and i look at the song titles and i was like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> purchased immediately yeah <laughs> then i bought then i got entombed crawl oh uh, yeah that's a great album yeah. that was the first swedish album i ever heard yeah and then um then dismember came along and it was just yeah i just yeah. started i started getting all the magazines and reading i was just what's the uh, grave i mean i was grave, I, I, just, yeah. I just went all in on that shit and that's awesome oh <laughs> um, the, the black metal the black metal came like later probably like later you know junior senior year in high school i started like getting into mayhem and dissection and all those bands and you know, i remember seeing the magazines with all the church burning blah blah blah, blah and oh yeah it was just kind of like that eh fuck man i didn't even know what black metal was and i'd seen masochist um and summon and um lucifer's hammer um and i had no idea you know i just saw these dudes have you know corpse being on it's like oh that's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was just yeah i just started collecting man and nice playing. and you're but, still doing that yourself like as far as like record collection you're still like avidly into oh, I find dude, that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a fucking, I'm a junkie dude but <laughs> I mean I love I love being in a band that love writing music I love doing all that stuff but dude I'm a fan at the same time man yeah you know, I'll fanboy out over shit you know <laughs> it's no secret how much I love hypocrisy dude so like everybody knows I fanboy the fuck out over that band <laughs> but like it's just uh, it's I'm just just been my life dude you know yeah. I, I look up to these people I idolize them that's and, awesome. You know, to be able to do the same thing and have the talent to do it, you know, it's yeah. sweet. So Hell yeah. And then get that music out, your you know, your music out there for other people to enjoy and check out. And and I've been yeah, waiting, it's awesome. I've been waiting to do like this project for you know, my whole life, dude. I've been I've been wanting to write and record and have, let me let, let me unleash my shit. Yeah, yeah. It's been pent up for too long. It's time. <laughs> it's time. I'm gonna fuck some people up in the process, I'm sure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm prepared for that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so if you if you could uh, take Black Temple out on the road with anybody, um, who would you want to be? Well, two things. Um, where would you like to play? Like so, like this is kind of like the ideal concert situation. You're playing somewhere. Where would you like to play, and who would you like to be on the stage with? I think for me, like the biggest stage I could ever play on is probably Maryland Death Fest. Nice. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Because usually when MDF comes, I'm a fan of like probably 90% of the bands that are playing the fucking thing. (laughs) So, I mean, that would just be fucking sweet. Awesome. That would be sweet. I would love to just do that. Excellent. It's like a dream tour or something. Dude, hypocrisy, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That's a given. <laughs> it's a given. <laughs> so, was there anybody in particular that, because uh, you said you started as a drummer and then got into guitar playing, and I'm curious, are there particular 
people either like famous or not famous that got you into wanting to play music? Oh, like I said, just growing up, like my mom was musician. So growing up, there was a lot of blues musicians in the house. Oh, my cool. mom used to live in New Orleans. Really? She would play uh, blues and jazz on Bourbon Street. And, uh, wow. Yep, that's where little little Buddy Stroud got conceived down there. Nice. Very yeah, nice. mom and dad were partying. Next thing you know, <laughs> little little Buddy Stroud is on the way. <laughs> Excellent. So, I mean, I grew up with that, and I started playing uh, blues and jazz, but I was, like, huge into punk, too, at the time. Uh-huh. And uh, so I was doing the blues and jazz thing, playing with my mom's old buddies and and I was playing punk on the side with all the old Grand Rapids punks. Nice. And uh, I just went to grind, went to grindcore after that, playing stuff that was just heavily influenced by like early Napalm Death, like Peel Sessions shit. Yep. And uh, Scum, then Anal Cunt. You know, <laughs> anal Cunt. Shit. I remember seeing those dudes. <laughs> doing, doing shit like that, you know, we got our one second song. And, right. <laughs> Done. <you know? laughs> yeah, dude. That's awesome. Fantastic. So did you, um, you, you mentioned that you'd kind of knew a little bit of guitar and I'm just kind of amazed because the guitar playing on those albums and you know, the stuff you guys are doing is it's, um, uh, it, you know, it's fast. It's, there's lots of changes and shit. Um, it's not necessarily easy shit to play. So I was curious, like you said, you started off with, you know, kind of learning yourself that was, did you take lessons or anything or you just fucking just kept jamming for hours and hours and hours? I just kept playing for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> Awesome. Just tighten it up. And like the one thing I was really worried about doing was vocals at the same time. Yeah. But some of them riffs are fucking hard, man. Like eradication ritual, dude. That that song's a fucking pain in the ass to play, dude. <laughs> Absolute pain in the ass. And the fucking rehearsal the other day, we were ripping through that thing, dude. Was it tight? Eh. <laughs> could, could be better, I suppose. Right. Right. But I mean, dude, I, I like I was I was hitting the vocals on it, and I was actually really surprised that I was pulling that shit off. Nice, but I mean, so you think that was probably the, the hardest learning up. curve for you? Is the yeah, it's just, just the vocals it's, in time with the music. Yeah, it's just essentially just finding that that spot where to where to go, just syncing it up right. So I mean, is yeah. is a drummer? You know, you're multiple. Yep appendages flying everywhere you know i was like how fucking difficult could it be like, you're just moving hand around and yelling into microphone so, I mean, but i i gotta do i've been i practice like daily nice I, every, every day i i'm like i pa's on music's going and i just i do it by myself cool. i just sit down here and i play to play to the shit and i yell into a microphone rip my fucking throat apart <laughs> go to work hey, buddy, buddy. <laughs> it's like it's got to be a daily thing for me like if i if i take a few days off from doing it i'll get back on and it's like what the fuck was i doing oh yeah i, got, I gotta have that daily just beat that muscle memory in there yeah and then yeah. i try to write the vocals kind of like on a downbeat it's a lot easier to do the vocals on the downbeat for me right I try to write the vocals like that, but then there's some spots where, you know, like a purist hatred, it's 100 miles an hour. Right. Well, we're just going for broke here, man. <laughs> Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> so, so um, kind of going back into like 
the the primordial days. What was your first uh, concert that you went to? Oh man, first concert. Uh, Naked Aggression was the first concert I ever went to. It's an old punk band. Oh, okay, cool. In Grand Rapids? Yeah, Grand Rapids was what the fuck is called? A place called the Enclave. Oh, is it still around? I don't. Uh, it, it might be where Skeletones is now. Oh, okay. Like it was division at the time was kind of a fucking shithole. <laughs> so you had these venues that were in the basements of these fucking places. It was a bring your own beer thing, and I'm not yeah. even sure it was exactly legal to be having these shows. <laughs> but you know, the punk scene will get, you know, yeah. did it anyways, man. <laughs> the the first real concert I ever went to, though, like actual like professional venue fucking shit. Yeah. Oz Ozfest '97. Oh wow! All right. Down in Chicago at the World Amphitheater. Cool. Where Sabbath was back with Ozzy and first time they. I think I saw United. that tour. I can't. I can't remember. I saw a few Ozfest and I can't remember now. Yeah, Pantera was on it. Uh, Fear Factory was on it. Oh my god! Who else yeah. the fuck on that shit? Yeah, I don't think I saw that one because um, it, it it was later. I'd have to look. Yeah, I'm just surprised. I'm just glad we survived that fucking <laughs> thing because, dude, we started partying the night before. And we didn't we didn't stop until. Oh my god! Like we partied that whole next day at the concert, and we took the KLQ party bus back. We got back like four in the morning and a buddy came and picked us up and was like, you guys fucking smell awful. <laughs> so he man, drove us up. We had to have the windows down. Like he wanted us hanging out the window. Shit. He's like, you dirty bastards. Oh my God. I, I don't think I mean, it, it was kind of like, it was kind of like fear and loathing in Las Vegas, man. Where it's like, <laughs> Oh, what's this going to do? Well, this will offset that. And it'd be like, <laughs> awesome oh, god man that was just nuts absolutely fucking nuts pretty sure that took like five years off my life <laughs> it was um, goddamn fun man <laughs> who are you most uh, uh wanting to see it on that on that bill what i that year yeah oh dude i wanted Pantera. to see sabbath man oh yeah right. that was what's up i think uh i can't remember who the fuck played before I feel like it was Pantera, but I, I don't. I can't be sure. I just remember when Pantera was playing up on the hill. It was the biggest pit I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and a dust cloud that was going up like a hundred feet. Right. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was high as fuck, dude. I was like, I'm not going up there. <laughs> not happening. I'm just right. making sure where I'm safe. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I've had to retire from the pit. I, I'm I'm too old. Oh, dude, at Maryland Death Fest, I was like, it's feeling rambunctious. Yeah. So <laughs> when Mortician played. Oh, yeah, they were awesome. I was like, I was just, I was right up there, dude. When that pit started, there was no escaping. So I yeah. was just like, well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> that whole set, dude, that whole fucking set was in that goddamn pit. I actually had to stop the pit at one point because Homeboy fell down. I mean, knock the fuck out, dude. Oh, shit. So, like, really? we didn't, like, you know, stop, 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 stop. We got yeah. this back awake, and he got out of there, and as soon as we got him up, dude, it was just <laughs> back again, just ripping, dude, just fucking going nuts, and yeah, man. 
But then yeah. I like next day I was I was beat the fuck up. Oh, shit, <laughs> then you know after another day of having drinks and shit. Yeah. And ghoul is playing like <laughs> I get back in there and run around. All of a sudden I feel like the hands on my shirt just pull me back out and my wife's like, You're not going to do this again. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, I was down up front for uh carcass. And so there was, you know, uh shit, I can't remember. Um uh fuck, I can't remember now. But um I just remember like just constantly even people over your head, you know, because they're crowd surfing over you. And it was toward the center. And just so the next day, I felt like I'd, you know, just been doing shoulder presses for hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What up, Votto? See the homie up there. I see him. Lord Votto, can you hear us? Oh, he must be muted. Well, anyways, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's what I like about that's what, like MDF, dude. Like the the crowd surfing, the stage diving, especially at Soundstage. Yeah, it's just yeah. wild. I love that place. Yeah, and it's always a fun time too. It always feels like it's uh, uh, almost like a reunion with a bunch of people that you haven't seen in a while. Oh yeah, I made a lot of friends there, like over the years, and yeah, it was like this after being canceled all those years. Yeah, you know, to be able to come back, like all my friends from Germany were there, and. Very yeah, cool. dude. So it was like cool reconnecting with all of them. And yeah, yeah. Dude, it was just a fucking blast. Awesome. Absolute blast. So if you could uh and he ran some of the Michigan guys there too. Like that's uh, right. Ran into Haran there. Yeah, he was there. Nathan was there from Throne. Yep. See, ran into him. Yeah, dude. It's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, and um you Sean Knight. Seeing the hometown boys. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It was cool. Uh, do you know, um, shit, a uh, thousand yard steer, Scott, do you know Scott? No, I don't know Scott. Oh, yeah. He was there too. I, I actually met him at the last one I went to, which was 2016, I think. Oh, right on. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, but anyway, I was going to ask you, um, if you could have a beer or, a, whatever your favorite beverage of choice is, um, with anybody to just sit down and talk with them for a while, um, who would, who would you like to, who would you like to meet and, and talk to and have a share a beverage oh peter Totgrim. yeah the hypocrisy fanboy and out dude <laughs> like and I, and I say this be, because like a lot of a lot of the black temple music is like a lot of what i write is is hugely inspired by hypocrisy so anyone that might be familiar with hypocrisy will probably listen to some of this shit and be like He's going for that fucking vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like like they're they're big atmospheric songs like Apocalypse and you know songs like that. There's a song gonna be on the record called The Ominous Descent. So that that song was originally it's on the Draped in Decay demo. But it sounds like shit. <laughs> and it, it doesn't have the the big atmosphere that I wanted. Yeah. I was able to capture that big atmosphere that I wanted for the record. Nice. I'm saving that song for the record. I'm hugely proud of that fucking thing. And my daughter plays Kalimba on it too. So really, yeah, the end of the song, you know, it fades out and then she's playing this really creepy passage on her Kalimba and she was doing it in her bedroom and me and Ray were down here recording and he's like, do you hear that? I was like, yes, I hear that. <laughs> I was like, Ava, get down here. <laughs> so she's like, bye. 
So I was like, I grabbed a mic, got it set up, made a track. I was like, come here, come here, come here. I was like, hold your clump up to the microphone and play what you're doing in your bedroom. So she started, she started, I just hit record and she started playing. Awesome. How old is she? Oh my God, this, uh, she's 12 now. Oh, nice. Nice. So she started playing, recorded that shit and boom. I mean, it's on, it's on the Draped and Decay demo. You can hear what she's doing at the end of it. Uh But I was able to take it for the, for the re-recorded version of it and just beef it up. I added some really cool reverb and. Yeah, it just sounds so sick. And I got like fire and people screaming in the background and shit. <laughs> oh, dude. And the and the song itself is just it's big, big chords, big wide open fucking chords, and the yeah. drums are just boom, pow, boom, pow, you know, just oh fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of that one, man. That's cool. Man. It's, got that, it's got that. I I wanted a so I just take you on a, a just a dark fucking journey man yeah it's one of them songs like you eat a gummy or something just sit back in your chair and <laughs> let, it, just let it take you take you away for seven minutes so awesome yeah i'm excited for that one that'll be cool now but i would you... like i like i like to pick his brain too like with the studio and the recording everything he does i've I watched a podcast with him but you know i think it'd just be really cool to sit down and just you know, just talk studio and talk music and yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you is like, what would you like to talk to him about? Yeah. Music studio life. Shit. Just fucking hang out, man. Yeah. Fucking dope. Like, yeah. Awesome. Have you, uh, have you run into any of your like musical idols? Have you had, uh, uh, experiences with them that you're super happy about or were you just like fuck a fanboy and like staring at like a deer in the headlights? I mean, a lot of times I like, I don't really like, I mean, sure, I'll fanboy out over like a couple, but most of them yeah. is just like, "Yo, what up, dude?" Like hanging right. out, right? Like hanging out with suffocation. Like I was just like, "What's up? You guys want to come back and watch Metalocalypse and shit?" No <laughs> drink. You know, hang out. Those dudes was cool, and like I've actually hung out with the guys in Hypocrisy like years ago. Uh-huh. Um, Tigran was all fucking hammered, but I got to hang out with Zoki, the the original drummer. Oh, cool. I got to hang out with that dude and drink a case of St. Pauli girl outside the venue in Detroit, man. Or Pontiac was a clutch cargoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cut, yeah. Got to fucking really hang nice. out with Zoki for like two hours, dude. We were just fucking just pounding beers and being stupid, man. And that was fucking cool. That was fun. That's awesome. Like MDF, you know, you run into a lot of people who just, yeah, I do a fucking killer set, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the usual, yep, usual. Small yeah, kind of small talk where you're just kind of saying hey and yeah yeah, uh, yeah. H- half of my experiences i feel like i'm just like uh i always think that it would be cool to hang out with the, you know like some like let's say bill spear um but then i'm sure if i was hanging out with the dude i would not know what the fuck to say because just be looking at him like oh it's fucking bill spear it's dear you know like jesus christ <laughs> he's a really nice guy i met him at founders actually really yeah Wow! When they, were, when they were touring with Exhumed years back, um, we were at Founders drinking beers, and then Carcass guys and yeah, Walker wasn't there, but Steer, Bill Steer, and the drummer—they were there. Yeah, the guitar player at the time—I don't remember what his name was, but yeah, I just went up and I bought—I bought everybody a round of beers and very cool. Looking awesome. forward to the show and yeah, I was like, "What's up with the photograph?" <laughs> Roy Bell got up and we all did a thumbs up. Fucking 
You know, instead of being like, ah, right. I'll do right. thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking clowning around. So yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you're working on finishing up uh, the new album and I know you've got a couple of shows. Are you planning to do like, um, try to get a bigger run of shows coming up or be selective and focus on getting the album done? What's, what's the plan for the next few months? Well, the, the show, so we got asked uh, crazy Dave, he's having some health problems. So we try to help this dude out. Uh-huh. And he was out years ago. I was in project apocalypse and uh, I met Dave back then. And uh, Sonny reached out to me and asked if we were ready. And I was like, eh, I think we're ready enough. Well, <laughs> right. To have some fun. So I, I figured, I mean, if you're going to fucking do it, dude, yeah, just, just fucking do it. Like if we go out there and slaughter a song, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't. Be like, hey, I slaughtered it. Fuck off. Here's the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Johnny, like, I don't think he really has any like live experience. So I mean, we got it. I want to get his feet wet, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, he's a great guy, and like people, like, he's a fucking awesome dude, man. And like, I want, I want to get him. I want to throw his ass out there. That'll be fun. Oh, Ray, yeah. me, me, and Ray have been doing the live thing for fucking. 20 goddamn years you know so it's like i'm just but like for me that's gonna be different because i'm gonna be up front right you know i've always been in the back yeah yeah it's that yeah but, so to be up back front, in the throne be a little <laughs> interesting because like i live i can be a little aggressive i think yeah you know? that's what you need man especially and, uh, like, but metal. it's just like, dude it's just it's it's like full-on energy it's adrenaline dude and i like yeah. i live for that shit I mean, cool. I've been, it's been nine years since I played fucking live, dude. So I'm like, I've been itching and waiting for this day for a long time. Excellent. And I thought that this to do something for Dave, you know, I don't know if there's any fucking excitement about this band. You know, I don't fucking know, but I mean, I'm not going to know until, you know, get out there. Yeah. And see what's up. That's exactly you know? what and you, yeah, you get. And, it. and, I, and, I, and I, I also miss like the band camaraderie thing. You know, I like, you know, going to playing and meeting all all the guys and the bands and being a part of that brotherhood, you know, I kind of miss it. So yeah, very cool. You know, to get back out there and doing the shit against the last band I played with was Genesiah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's right. I remember you yeah. telling me that. Yeah. That was yeah. a while ago, dude. Yeah. Long time. <laughs> 2000, they were the last band I played a live show with. <laughs> you know? Excellent. So, you know, to like, just come back out to do that. Cause you know, a lot of people remember, you know, Eric, the drummer, you know? Yeah. But now it's to be, Oh my right. God, he's right up front spitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just, I'm, I'm excited. You know, our, our, I, I think the show is going to go well, you know. Well, if nothing else, it'll be fun. Yeah. And it's just, it's getting, getting out there and getting our, getting the, just jumping back in the pool, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Rocking out. So I'm excited. I think we're going to play just fine. Cool. You know, well, hopefully it's gonna, you'll it's gonna be uh, loud. It's going to yeah. fucking be loud. I'm doing sound at that thing too. So. All right. All right. I have well, my hands full that night. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully you guys will, you know, keep doing some shows and head out my way. Cause I'm out in Ann Arbor. So there's no waste, no place to play in Ann Arbor, but uh, Detroit area maybe or something. So the like plans that. to like do some more shows. I, you know, I'm not just going to one off it and call it a day. Yeah, the idea cool. is to, like just jump in the circuit and yeah. start rocking and rolling. Do I want to play every weekend? No, I don't want to no. do that. Yeah. But, you know, maybe once a month, once every other month, something along those lines. Yeah. I don't sure. want to, I don't want to burn people out. You know, well, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, they're playing again. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
know? Right. <laughs> I want it to be like, I want to, oh, I love playing. Don't get me wrong. I just, yeah. I'm also like a dad and yeah. know, super yeah. fucking busy, man. You know, the right. studio and all this shit. So got to balance it out. You know, getting out there and like, you know, and I'd like to like get the Grand Rapids thing going for the metal bands, you know, bring motherfuckers out here. Hell yeah. Know? Dude, so, you should go check. Have you been to Speciation? Uh, I am going there to go hang out with the Cavalcade boys on the seventh. Fuck yeah, that place is cool as fuck. So we're we're yeah, I haven't even been to the new building yet. Yeah. Um because they were right over here in Comstock Park. Yeah. And uh yeah, I've been going there since they opened. So oh, I cool. was gonna go there and talk to Mitch and them and see what's up. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, yeah. What up, bro? Let's fucking kick this shit into overdrive <laughs> death metal show down here, man. What's up? Right. Right, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying, man. Well, cool. They probably they probably be down for it. You know? I'm sure. I'm sure. It's a cool. It's it's a cool space, and I I love that they, you know, mix in you know heavy music as opposed to like, I don't know. I shouldn't diss on my my hometown, but it it just does not embrace metal, and um, you know, so it's cool that you've got a place like that. That's you know, you get actually, you know, a few venues that are cool in Grand Rapids, but. Speciation has a special place for me. It's cool. Yeah, they even do like uh, they got their metal vinyl night. We just bring yeah. the in, and yeah, I get to be able to do that, man. Work second shift. So it's <laughs> yeah, like that sucks. <laughs> these are the things that I miss out on. If I want to do it, I got to take a vacation day, man. Right, like, fuck that. <laughs> like, I would love to go down there, drink some of their delicious nectars, and yeah, fucking, you know, they they like the, the black metal and all that. Fucking bring yeah. down a dissection record. And, <laughs> You ever seen this in person? Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Eric, thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. Uh, I've just got one last question for you. Uh, it's the controversial question you may have heard of, and it is pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Uh, pineapple on pizza. Yes? Yep. Really? What, yep. Uh, what toppings would you mix with that bad boy? Uh, it goes well with just about everything. So <laughs> I... I, I the, the ideal uh, would be jalapenos because you get the spicy and the sweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, some great. bacon. Nice. Some bacon because everybody loves bacon. Yeah. Hell, yeah. And then, uh, you know, ham, of course, because ham and pineapple, you know. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Uh, you could throw uh, some red onion on there as well. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like a hell of a pie. <laughs> awesome, man. Very cool. Well, thanks again, Eric, for being on Fans with Bands. I appreciate it. Chuck, thanks, buddy. Yeah, man, no problem. And I'm looking forward to the album, so let, keep me in the loop. I will, man, for sure. We'll be right. in touch. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, man. All right, brother. See ya. Thanks to Eric and Lord Voto for joining me in this episode of Fans with Bands. Black Temple is monstrously good and definitely worth checking out. It was a lot of fun talking with Eric about the band and music in general, as we are both heavy metal nerds. Check out Black Temple's latest release called Altar of Rotting Flesh, which you can stream on YouTube and Spotify. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries, such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, Consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. 
Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.